welcome to Taking It Personally, the podcast for heart-led entrepreneurs who have a message to share through their business to positively impact the world. I'm Elle Turner, writer, business mindset mentor, mother and lifelong learner who wants to show you that when business is personal, that's when it can really make a difference, not only in your life, but in the lives of those around you and in the wider world. I'm on a heart-led mission to harness the power of thought leadership, mindset and personal growth to help you express your heartfelt, soul-led message with confidence to the world and grow your own impactful business. So whether you're a coach, a consultant, an author, a speaker, or in any other business, if you have a message to share and a positive impact to make, then here's my number one tip. Join me on this podcast every week and let's find out what we can do by taking it personally. Welcome or welcome back to the podcast where we talk about all things entrepreneurial leadership and mindset so that you can grow your heart-led, impact-driven business and live the life that resonates with you, that is in harmony with you at a heart and soul level. Hey there, it's Elle here from lturner.me and I am delighted to bring you this special episode of Taking It Personally today. I'm really looking forward to this because we have a great guest with us Dr. Claudia Consolati, a business and manifestation coach who is determined to help women be bold with their own voice to build their business their way. She focuses on our uniqueness and the unique messages we each have to share with the world and she uses the phrase unleash your voice which I love. Thank you Claudia for joining us today. Welcome to Taking It Personally. Thank you so much for being here. How are you today? Thank you so much for having me. It's so good to see you. I mean, one of the the reasons I was so pleased you agreed to join us today is that this topic of unleashing your voice is an important component of building a heart-led, impact-driven business, which is what I talk about. And having the confidence to consistently show up and share your own heart-led message is part of what it means to build the business owner for me and build the business owner who builds a business that is personal to them, that is built their own way. So we're definitely on the same page about sharing for impact. And you and I have talked together before about how we can find that hard to do, especially but not exclusively, of course, as women, because boldly claiming our voices is not something that we have been encouraged to do historically, is it? And it still isn't in a number of arenas, or if we do so, we can face a backlash. So I know your perspective on this, the discomfort that it's easy to experience when we think about showing up and sharing, and showing up and sharing authentically, which is what we've chosen to focus on today, authenticity in your marketing message to attract your ideal people to you. And I think it's a word that we hear a lot, isn't it, in the online space, being authentic, authenticity. But what does that actually mean in practice? And I know your perspective on it is going to be really valuable. So authenticity, from your perspective, what does being authentic really mean to you? And what does it mean to share your authentic voice through your business? It's funny, as you were talking, what came to me is almost like being authentic is when you don't worry about being authentic. You just are. Right. Okay. Right. And 
because it's just you, right? And there was definitely a time when I didn't know what it meant to be me. I didn't know who I was. I knew who I was as a title. You know, my previous career was as a professor and an academic and a scholar. So I knew all of that. I knew some of the things that I had done. I know that I moved to the States from Italy when I was 23. I knew that I came from this family. I knew that I was born in Milan, but I didn't know who I was like at my core. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I find that this is the case for many people and many women in particular, right? I focus on women, even though I started to work with men as well. And often we're socialized into being something, like Mm -hmm. being a good girl, being the boss babe, being a hardworking woman who doesn't call attention to herself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a massive impact on business. Like for me, the truth of my authenticity is that I wasn't the boss babe. Mm-hmm. And though I had been socialized that way, I was like a creative, messy, nerdy person who's also very ambitious and very directed and very focused. Mm-hmm. So I had to really peel back the layers to figure out what was the core of me. So how did you go about that? How did you find out who you really were? Yeah, that's a great question and not uh, a question that's easy to answer. Mm. What I usually say, I did all the things. So I did uh, therapy. I consumed a ton of YouTube videos and books. I, I approached it from many different angles, which is usually what I recommend and also what I help my clients do. So one is the professional angle, figuring out what you want to do, what are your strengths, what you like. But one is the relationship angle because the fact of having or not having a voice or being authentic plays out in all of our relationships so whether it's business clients how we present ourselves but also personal relationships so I did all sorts of things I did regular therapy I did coaching you know business coaching Mm -hmm. life coaching Mm -hmm. I did somatic healing lots of healing in all the places I figured out my relationship patterns I did intuitive development I have spent a couple of years mainly focused on this right Okay. Okay. Then I paired that with action, which was, okay, I have access to pieces of me that feel authentic. I'm going to put my voice out there. Right. Yes. And I started my business. So the more I did that, the more who I actually was. That became such a mirror for when I was truly myself or not. Right. And so the more I did that, the more I realized who I was. So it became this feedback loop. How did you recognize that that was the action that you needed to take? How did it show up for you that you weren't being authentic? Yeah. If you if you like. So, yeah. The first piece was like, I almost like, well, I was like, I wasn't happy and I couldn't figure out why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On, the, on the surface, it looked fine. I had a good academic job. I was married at the time. You know, I had the house that I had bought. So the stuff looked fine but I wasn't happy and I had kind of like low-grade depression kind of like this numb mm-hmm. feeling. yeah 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 and and then I would get like physical symptoms that you know at the time I didn't know what I thought it was physical symptoms I would get like chronic migraines uh-huh yes so that led me to investigate what that was right uh-huh right? And so that was the first piece in terms of the healing and peeling back the layers. And it was it was definitely a process. That's why 
I love the work that I do because it's kind of like we accelerate what took me years yes. to figure yeah. out because now yeah. I combine all these modalities. And then the next piece, then when I felt, it's, it's almost like something clicked inside of me when I felt that I was, you know, at a stable place mm-hmm. that I had done like the deeper work of healing and figuring out my patterns and, you know, doing all the things around that. Then it's almost like I became alive again. Uh-huh. Yeah. I had to build my capacity for that. But when I became alive again, I could feel like the way I talk about it, it might sound a little woo. It's like life force energy. Yeah. Yeah. I started feeling a lot better. And so I'm like, oh, I want to share this with others. So I started posting on Instagram. I started taking selfies, putting on lipstick and posting on Instagram where it's like, this it feels so good that I want to be witnessed in that. And maybe it can help others and maybe just myself it can inspire another person and so at that point was it a conscious decision to make a business out of it or was it just something that you were doing and sharing personally at that yeah it it wasn't the context of business so the business idea started way back in 2016 but I was still an academic um I was still approaching business from a very rational perspective through the mindset and the the rules that I had learned growing up and that had led me to become an academic. So it was very logical. And I, it was kind of working, but I, I still had one for in academia. I wasn't fully committed to the business. So I had a few years where, you know, my business wasn't the center of focus and I was still, you know, I was making some money, but not a lot, you know, maybe not more than like 30K a year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had my professor salary. So the business was already existing. Then I took a pause because I was like, you know, something is not working here and not making enough money. Mm-hmm. Uh, this reflects also on money mindset and what your self-worth, what you're yes. willing to add, what you're yes. willing to attract. Indeed. Right? Yes, yes. Be like 30K now, like 30K a year. It's like, no, I make that in a month. Now. <laughs> right. But it will, it's all about the voice and the, the journey of authenticity. And so then I took a break from everything. And then as I was getting better, as I was finding my authentic self, I decided, I already knew it intuitively, but I wasn't trusting myself. But I decided to trust myself that academia wasn't my path. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So once I made that decision, I went full in in the business. I didn't quit the job right away, but I went full in energetically in the business. So it was always in the context of the business. Right. Yes. Yes. Not just like me sharing. But the the driving force was like, oh, I want to be seen. Yes. I want to be witnessed. Before even I was thinking about like, oh, I'm using the selfie to get clients or something like that. It sounds kind of like the the butterfly emerging from the cocoon kind of image. It sounds it sounds like that when you're when you're saying, right, this is this was you becoming who who you had always been in a sense. But then there was a point that you were ready for others to to recognize that that was that was who you who you are yeah absolutely and I feel I love that image of the butterfly and I feel it's always a process of discovery you know Mm -hmm. even now a few years in I'm always finding new parts of myself I'm always becoming also someone new especially in the journey of entrepreneurship that kind of like forges you yes (laughs) indeed (laughs) (laughs) you kind of like need to find out who you are Mm -hmm. and I find that most people uh, or at least people who are attracted to my message are it's almost like they show 
they show like just like the surface level or the tip of the iceberg of who they are and actually there's like a creative fire inside of them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're not showing interpersonally or definitely they're not showing in their business as well do you find that you can kind of spot it a mile off in the online yes <laughs> but now it's funny because like it's a blessing and a curse so I can spot it right away you know even if I just read someone's Instagram content or something right right but I can spot it when I meet people like uh, I don't know if we talked about it but I'm also a salsa dancer so I go out dancing and I can totally tell I'll dance with someone I can totally tell I've seen your posts about salsa dancing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can totally tell, you know, if they're hiding, if they're full out, you know, which is kind of like, I don't necessarily want to know all the time. Yeah. Part of my spiritual development. Yeah, I suppose in that context, there's a body language part of it too, I guess, would there be? Yes, it can be definitely a body language thing. Sometimes people are... There's a difference between being reserved and that's your natural way of being mm-hmm. and being closed off. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily that they have to be rude, but they may be like, I perceive kind of coldness and maybe they have stiff movements. And then there's just like a spiritual perception that I have. I just, I just pick up on that. Yes. It, when the way you described it, it sounded, it sounded that there was a spiritual connection there, almost like yeah. a, almost like a psychic ability. Yeah, which is something actually that I'm I'm bringing more and more into my business, even in the front end. That's something that an authentic part of me that is emerging. It was always there because even as a child, I can think of, you know, experiences that didn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. And now I think it's the right time for me. And I've always I've always felt it, but did I have even now I don't have the exact tools mm-hmm. right to fully lean into it, but now it's time for me to probably like really develop it so, and really integrate it explicitly in my business that's fantastic I mean and that's one of the things that I love about business particularly is that we can keep evolving it to bring in different aspects yeah. of interests and as you said different aspects of of who you are or who you're who you're mm-hmm. becoming so for people listening to this and for and for me too what would be your number one tip of place to start for somebody who says yes, I think I need to do more of this. Because I think from my perspective, I initially viewed authenticity kind of in the same way as integrity. So I viewed authenticity as just telling the truth and not lying and just genuinely being honest. And I felt that I was definitely being authentic because I don't lie and integrity is important to me. Honesty is a big part of my business. But personally, for me, I am quite a reserved person and quite a private person. So I, I, I still feel that I've got some way to go before being fully authentic, even though I'm not really aware of what I'm hiding, if you know what I mean, because I'm not hiding anything yeah. deliberately. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. And so I find it that, well, first of all, one thing I'll say, and I think we talked about this, is that authenticity and visibility online looks kind of looks a bunch of different yes 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 absolutely like when I work with clients they their Instagram presence doesn't always look like mine right it doesn't mean that all of a sudden you're naked on Instagram or yeah you know like saying you know swearing all the time or being really bold when it's not your true nature right your authenticity and visibility online could be like just posting quotes without even showing your face it doesn't have to be doesn't have to look one particular way and that may be that that can be also comforting for people because yeah. the key to find the way that works for them yeah yeah the first thing that I'll say in terms of where to start is that 
Well, I think there are symptoms of not being authentic that they show up and they show up in life. They can show up in business too. So like in life, it could be like maybe anxiety and, you know, maybe low grade depression. Of course, there's many causes of that yes. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not just like one simple answer, but they usually come or maybe even chronic symptoms like physical illnesses, especially if someone is sensitive. But you know, there's a part of you inside and knows it's like okay maybe I'm anxious because I look at my phone at night or in the morning but then there's a part of you that knows that goes something goes beyond that mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not simply a matter of adjusting your routine or like a practical or taking meds or something like that yeah yeah something, no it's almost like your spiritual self knows that there's something more yeah yeah so I find that um, yeah I knew that there was more even if I couldn't verbalize what it was, even if I couldn't fully, because I didn't know, I didn't have the tools in my mind to fully conceptualize it at the time. I didn't know. So it starts with just not ignoring that inner grudge. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And giving yourself permission to say yes to it, even if you're not doing anything yet. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. admitting to yourself that there is so much more that wants to emerge. Right. I think this this is maybe a good time to bring the vulnerability aspect into it as well, just because I was interested in your perspective on this when we when we spoke before. And I think, well, I think exploring authenticity and trying to develop your authentic voice can maybe lead to blurring of boundaries as to what you're comfortable sharing. So I think it's just, I mean, for me, I... I'm quite comfortable about what I will share and what I won't share. And I don't think it's inauthentic to not share certain things that have no relevance to business, business leadership, yeah. business mindset, that sort of thing. Um, and But I would love to hear your perspective on how to, how to own the line that you decide to take. Yeah, yeah. I think there's an initial phase where you're like, well, you need to like take ownership of yourself. Yeah. Right? You might overshare. If you're really at the beginning of this journey, you might overshare. And it's okay, right? It's almost like you getting into the practice of coming home to yourself, right. even if you're sharing online. Then, you know, when I when I teach people how to become like multi-six-figure CEOs, it's about like, well, there's your life and then there's your business. Yes. You can still be very authentic and vulnerable and real in your business, but it's not about sharing every little piece of your life. Absolutely, yes. Right? And it yes. sounds like you're very clear on that on that line so there's a way to do it where you're not hiding I think going back also to the previous question so you we realize in business that we're hiding when we're following all the rules mm-hmm. and, yeah. and things are not working yeah because the rules are meant to keep us hidden right they're yeah. meant to keep us focused on other things keep us focused on the algorithm instead what matters is what comes from the inside yes indeed Right? So that that's a great way. If you we're like spending our day wondering what's the best time to post for the Facebook algorithm, then we know that we're not on the right track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right? absolutely. Or we don't want to deal with marketing, then we're hiding something. Even right. if marketing is not our favorite thing, but in terms of vulnerability online, you really get to sh- once your voice and your authenticity is extremely loving. It's not like the nice girl or the good girl. It's loving in the deepest sense of the word. And first and foremost, it's loving to yourself. Right. Okay. So it really, you really graduate from being the good girl and become a woman, having 
incredible boundaries, being available for harder conversations, not compromising your standards. And this is in your life, but also in business, not working with clients you don't want to work with just because you think they'll give you some money. Mm. Raising mm. standards, you know, charging more, you know, being very clear when you're on for business and when you're off and doing other things. So it actually leads, authenticity actually leads to more boundaries. Yes, yes. And more taking care of yourself naturally and more self-love so that you you're like yes this thing I want to share this thing online right Mm -hmm. but but honestly I want to share it and this is a lot of work that I do with clients because it makes sense for my business yeah you know yeah they're sharing stories I share stories and I have a couple that I use all the time that makes sense for my business. It's not just me journaling online. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, if someone is stuck in the rules, then they're like kind of like unavailable and they follow the rules. And if someone is like too in their feminine, they're really like journaling online, but that's not, you know, they come come across as trans, yeah. not as an authority yeah. who finds clients and can help people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the way that you talk about this because it's, it's very akin to being grounded in your leadership yeah. of your business, yeah. which is something that I talk about as being fundamentally important when it comes to then making the decisions that you need to make and taking the action that you need to take both in and for your business, you yeah. know, the, the action that your business needs you to take. So when you're saying there, you know, you've got some stories, but you use them for your business purposes. Um, yes, and in um. In my mastermind, my three-month mastermind on voice message and marketing unleashed, I have a whole bonus module on storytelling where we talk exactly about that. So what are the key stories that make sense for your business for you to share? Yeah, that's fantastic. It's, it's really interesting to hear you speak about this subject. I'm sure others will definitely agree with me. So how can people find you online and get in touch with you and get to know more about you and and your work if they want to take this topic further with you yeah so the best place to start with me is definitely instagram so my handle is dr.claudia.consolati and you'll see and the one thing i'll say about instagram is that your you your visibility doesn't have to look like mine yeah yeah um and then from there, the other good place is my Facebook group that right now is called The Bold Kind and Badass Women Entrepreneurs. It's probably going to change its name soon. I'm just going to say it. But I do a bi-monthly live stream show called The Dr. Claudia Show, where I talk about the behind the scenes and really what it takes to scale to multiple six figures in your business, be booked out, have all the clients unleash your voice in business in particular so yeah those are really good and I don't know for how long they'll be they'll be available for free so that's definitely the time to go in there and binge watch fantastic fantastic well I will include links to whatever you want me to include links to in the podcast description and people can find you from there so thank you so much for joining me today and thank you on behalf of everyone who listens to this episode of taking it personally for so generously sharing your knowledge and experience with us I really do appreciate you coming on the on the show before we finish though I would like to ask you about building the business owner as we've spoken about before my philosophy is that business is personal And you need to build the business owner 
to build the business. So what do you do to build yourself as a business owner? What are your go-to activities to manage your mindset and hone these leadership skills that you have? Yeah, I love this question and totally business is personal. So right now, honestly, I've done different things at different stages of my business. Right now, I need to keep myself in this unleashed energy. So I do a lot of dancing. That's um, key because actually... I need to keep myself moving, you know, mentally and physically to be able to hold more in my business, to be able to deal with different situations. So I do that a lot. And then uh, definitely do like, you know, mindset work and journaling pretty Mm -hmm. much every day. Yeah. I probably do. I love to study. That's still the academic in me. So I probably do some studying or like taking in new information or something every day. And then definitely support. You know, I've had a coach for a long time and having someone that is always there that maybe like at the beginning can show you the ropes, but then someone who's always there that you can vent to that, uh, you know, at times I've also had like two coaches and a personal trainer and a therapist. So yeah, support. And one little thing that I'll say around support is that um, if you're not, if you're still hiding, it's also hard for you to ask for support and ask for help. Mm-hmm. And I see that this is work that I do with my clients as well to really teach them how to lean into support. That's interesting. How to, yeah. How to be willing to be seen. And fully supported by a safe person, like your coach, right? If you're working with me or like my coach or something, um, you know, we tend to run away from the people who want to love us. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So something that I'll say is that, and maybe I know a lot of people, I've done a lot of work on this and attachment styles and all of that for my personal life, because I had like terrible experiences dating, um, But I see that, that we tend, you know, if we have this, if we were socialized to be good girls, Mm -hmm. we don't know how to ask for help. Mm -hmm. We don't know how to receive help. And when we're in close proximity with someone, we either approach them just from a technical standpoint or transactional, where it's like, okay, what are the things that I need to do? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like learning how to be fully seen and fully supported by the right person. Right. Well, that's, I mean, it's always fascinating talking to you. And that sounds like a, a topic for maybe another day's show. If you would, if you would come back uh, one day, that would be, that would be great. But thank you for today for, for joining us and check out the podcast description for links to where you can find Claudia online. And thank you for joining us both today on Taking It Personally. I'll speak to you next week on the podcast, but until then, enjoy your business. Bye for now. Thank you for taking it personally and spending this time with me to talk all things business mindset and entrepreneurial leadership. I so appreciate your desire to have this conversation and join me on my truly heart-led mission. I believe in you. I'm rooting for you and your success always. So join me next time to talk about what we can do by taking it personally.